What is up, happy lifers? Yeah. You are in for a special treat. I hope you're ready. I wish we'd all been ready. Thank you very much. Thank you. No, seriously, thank you. Man, this crowd just keeps getting bigger. Thanks for joining us today. We have a happy lifer with us. Joe, welcome to Happy Life Studios. How's it going? It's going good, man. It's going good. I thought you'd come in with a lyric of something there. Oh, yeah. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. <laughs> Dude, LL Cool J back in the day, man. I love LL Cool J. <laughs> yeah. Joe is a lot like me, and you probably know what I'm, why, why I'm saying that, right? We talking lyrics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do people ever get, uh, you know, does that ever get obnoxious to people? They ever get mad at you? Uh, no, people are usually like, oh, what is that? Or sometimes they'll be like, oh, that was cool. I think it's generally a, a good thing, you know. I remember when I used to work in college, I, was, I worked at Domino's and mm-hmm. uh, I remember delivering pizza. And man, whatever song was on the radio before I got out to go back into the store, I would just make up lyrics to it like La Bamba. And I'd come in, I want to buy a pizza, Domino's. <laughs> After one of the happy talks, I was walking around and I was listening to uh, Duran Duran and I was thinking, oh, it would be cool if we had a, his name is Steve-O and he, you know, da 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 <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I just hear it. <laughs> uh, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on and do this episode with you. You actually wrote a song for us. Yeah. Um it's based off of a DC Talk song, which actually originally written by Larry Norman. I wish we'd all been ready. There's no time to change your mind. The sun has come and you've been left behind. I think the album that that song first came out and we're talking about that you wrote a parody of uh-huh. came from, uh, I think it was from Upon This Rock. Okay. Anyway, you wrote this. We were on a happy talk, which happens on usually Tuesday nights, but you've always been a part of that. And so I just think it's great. And you're always popping online on Facebook and, and, and putting your input in. And you like those happy talks? Oh, yeah, I love them. It really helps me to like focus and unwind. And sometimes I get to chime in and all that. But I just I think in lyrics and you do because you're constantly half the time your input is always some lyric. And I remember at that one of the happy talks that we talked about how boy we need to come up with a song or something. And all of a sudden you yeah. said, I got an idea. I'll come up with one, Steve. <laughs> and you did. So much time to watch paint dry. We're quarantined and I can't go outside. And I yeah. I love it when happy lifers join and and don't just listen from you know their headphones or their living room or their their car, or whatever, but when they actually are able to get involved through a happy talk or we're getting ready to start an anxiety group or a fear group or a, mm-hmm. a group with people that struggle right now with all the stuff that's going on. Um, we're getting ready to start one where we can teach people how not to cave into that and how we want to flood that, that negativity with positivity. We want to fight darkness with light, right? We right. want to fight evil with good. We want to fight yeah. this pandemic with a happy pandemic. But that mm-hmm. song that you that you wrote for me, and then you actually recorded it. You called a bunch yeah. of guys from Camp Daniel, which is a camp mm-hmm. for people with disabilities. And Tony's been a co-host with us dozens of times. And yeah. um, they were interns there, and they actually laid the song out, and and you put your vocals over the top of it. And yeah. and man, I it was awesome. It was yeah. awesome. But the original song was "I Wish We'd All Been Ready." 
Now, do you know what made that song big? That song came out, but a couple years later, something else came out that made that song huge. Um, there is a a movie that went along with it. Yes, or, yeah, it's like yes, called uh, I think it was called A Thief, Thief in the Thief Night. Night. Yeah, there will be no place to hide. Hi, 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 a thief in the night. I wish we'd all been ready. Have you yeah, never I, seen that? I haven't. I've seen other scary. Please do not reveal the ending. <laughs> Christian movies, but I, I've heard that one is pretty. Scary. That sounds like an oxymoron, right there. Like I know, <laughs> like airline food or cafeteria food or, right. or plastic glasses. I mean, two words that don't go together. Christian scary movie, but yeah. <laughs> this one was. I mean, seriously, you could call this a Christian horror flick. I don't think that yeah. was their purpose, but. I mean, you haven't seen it, but my generation saw it. And not mm-hmm. only did we see it, I haven't talked to anyone yet that I mentioned this movie that they don't laugh or roll their eyes or whatever, but mm-hmm. I haven't gotten a whole lot of positive stuff out of it. I've gotten a lot of negative because oh. this movie scared scared us to death. It literally scared the hell out of us. I mean, it really yeah. did. That was yeah. the point of the movie. Yeah. I mean, the point of the movie was talking about um, Jesus coming back, which is a scary thing. You know, the mm-hmm. Bible talks about that, the return of Christ. But boy, they they tried to scare us into a friendship with God. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen plays like that. And uh, my aunt used to take me to um, a church that used to do that. Oh, like uh, called him. Is that what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah. It's yes. just like two different families are on their way to a, you know, baseball. Yes. Game, yes. You know? I was, and we yeah. did those in our churches when I yeah. was, you know, and we just thought we're doing the right thing, but yeah. you know, it, here's the deal. If you can scare someone into making a decision, I feel like today so much of the media is trying to scare people into making certain decisions that people that want control, one of the best ways you can control someone is using fear, right? Yeah. So yeah. But if, if you can convince someone through fear, Mm-hmm. then someone else is going to make them more afraid. Fear is not the right way. And it definitely isn't the most powerful. Way. I mean, love is the most powerful way, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, you look at people like Mother Teresa, you look at people like Martin Luther King Jr., you look at people like Martin Luther. I mean, love is a powerful tool. Um, yeah. Something my pastor said this morning that really struck me, and I was going to post it, is reading or sitting around talking about the Bible is meaningless if there is no love in action. Wow. He could have mic dropped right there because I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he probably like, should have been walked off the stage like that's it. Yeah. You know, because that's that's it. I mean, the Bible, everything Jesus did was about relationship and it was about love. Mm-hmm. Totally. Right? But yeah. here these people made this movie um, mm-hmm. and this powerful message about, listen, God wants to come back for you and he wants to be your friend. But instead, yeah. they decided to scare it into us. And I'm telling you what, it was, <laughs> if you go back and look at it now, it's not scary. It's actually cheesy because it's so cheesy. I mean, when I, you know, it's sad because we're watching some shows today. My family was all over. My boys mm-hmm. had come over and we're hanging out and we're watching a lot of their old shows that they had watched when they were kids. And and one old show came on and my son, who is now just a senior in high school, he's like, oh, the poor kids these days, they don't get, in, uh-huh. get to experience anything like this, man. They, they yeah. have to watch all these other, started mentioning more current, you know, yeah. kids shows yeah. and stuff. I said, that's how I feel when I'm trying to show you Back to the Future. And you're like, Oh, nice graphics. I'm like, change, son. <laughs> but graphics. if you go back, <laughs> it's, a story. I'm like, it's a story, man. It's yeah. back to the future, dude. I know. Marty, 1.1 gigawatts. Are you crazy? Jeez, Jack. Right. Like, but even some of the original Star Wars and stuff, they, yeah. because, because it's kind of, the technology wasn't there, right? But when we yeah. saw it, man, it was like, wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah. if, you go back to, if you go back to A Thief in the Night now and watch those movies, they're not so scary because they're really, I mean, it's 70s, man. Bell bottoms, yeah. lamb oh, chop, yeah. sideburns. I mean, uh-huh. the whole deal, right? Yeah. But when we saw it, man, it was 
scary. Yeah. In fact, yeah. it was so scary. It wasn't just like a scary movie that you forget about. Mm-hmm. It's a scary movie talking about if you're not ready, you're going to be left behind. Oh, I mean, yeah. some of the lyrics were a man and wife asleep in bed. She hears a noise and turns her head. He's gone. A man and wife asleep in bed. She hears a noise and turns her head. He's gone. I wish we'd all been ready. Two men walking up a hill. One disappears and one left standing still. I wish we'd all been ready. And But the movie's all about this person just escaping you know, the Mark of the Beast and all that stuff, Armageddon stuff, scary yeah. stuff. Have you heard any of the yeah. stories about people that have watched this movie? I think my brother actually saw it because he told me about it. And you know how brothers are. Like, they come home and <laughs> it's like 10 times creepier because they're your older right. brother. You know, right. so he probably, like, evangelized me that early on. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, like, I, yeah. And I was a fearful kid. I mean, I was so like, Me too. in 1988, there was some rumor around the, uh, about the end of the world. And I remember, you know, uh, Nostradamus and there was this, uh, uh, what's his name? Orson Welles thing going on. And I just remember just being so scared. I did not want to die. And, right. and, and so when you go to these things and you see, you know, like I said, the old, uh, you know, two families are on their way and, you know, the, the kid's like, shouldn't we be going to church? And dad's like, you know, well, mom's going to church enough for the both of us. So we're going. Right, to, right. <laughs> and, this, and this movie really painted that if, if that was you, guess what? You're going to get left behind. You might yeah. think you know Jesus, but you're going to get left behind. And I'm not saying there isn't some truth to that. God right. wants to have a relationship with us. He wants to have a friendship with us. That's yeah. really what he wants and, more and, than anything. And he's building a place for us, a home for us to come and live with him forever. I mean, it's just an offer that we, that we can't refuse, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I mean, if you're good friends with someone, you're just going to be friends with them and do stuff with them. And if he goes, hey, you know, can you um, pick me up? It's, you know, I know it's 12 o'clock, but uh, my car broke down. Could you come and pick me up? You're going to be like, yeah, man. And And that's the way the message should be. It shouldn't be. I mean, there, you know, there's a good news and the bad news, you know, right. and, and right. the gospel is the good news. But And there's and a have- pandemic and a happy demic. Right. right. Yeah. And um, there's two sides to every coin. There's a lot of good stuff happening mm-hmm. out of this. I'm not saying I'm happy for the pandemic at all. That yeah. is the last thing that I would say. But I would say that if we look around, we'll see some good things coming out of because, and the Bible even says um, that all things work together for good to those that love him and are called according to his purpose. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. so, but we need to look at the other side of things, but to use fear, that's, that's how darkness works. I yeah. mean, just, you don't have to go yeah. speaking of Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's all about darkness and light, right? Darkness, yeah. Darth Vader uses fear. Yeah. Luke Skywalker, Leia, they use love, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, God uses love. He didn't have to like go and steal the fear of like with the rebel alliance. Luke didn't have to go, hey guys, you know, uh, you know, and try to make them fear everything. They knew, like, right? Love will always prevail over fear. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was thinking about this. Just you know, a lot of people are are kind of prejudging. You know, um, you go through prejudice, and that's prejudging somebody. You're you're you look at them for whatever. I never thought is that where that word know. came from? Prejudice, yeah. prejudging. Uh huh. That's kind of basically the definition of it. Um, wow. They taught us that in school. They talked about racism and prejudice and all that. And, and we, we tend to do that. But as people, we should just pre-love. Oh, I you love know? that. Like in the Bible, it talks about love and how it's patient and kind and believes all things. And we should give somebody the benefit of the doubt and go, I'm going to love you first. And then, you know, if you offend me, I'm going to love you more. But 
I'm, I'm just going to keep loving you. Right. You know? Right. Because this coronavirus is very catchy. It's very contagious, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so is love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so is happy. Mm-hmm. And um, fear is also contagious. And anxiety is contagious. That's why we're mm-hmm. doing these happy talks. That's why we're starting a happy talk just for those that struggle with discouragement or anxiety because we want to flood the airwaves. That's what a happy talk really is. We're trying to flood mm-hmm. the airwaves with good news, with happiness, and yeah. fight this anger, this sadness, this fear with hope mm-hmm. and love. You know, the Bible talks about that darkness yeah. is all based on fear, doubt, and unbelief, but God is all based upon faith, hope, and love. They're like the opposites of each yeah. other, yeah. you know? And like so that. here you here you got this powerful message that, that God loves you. He's got a plan for your life, and he wants you mm-hmm. to live forever with him. But they decided to go down the tactic of fear. I mm-hmm. can't tell you how many times I came home and mom had an emergency or a neighbor across the street or something, and, and the, the phone was off the hook, and she had to go back to the back room or something, or that the mm-hmm. water was boiling on the stove, and she was nowhere around. And all of a sudden, yeah. it hits me, wait a minute, man, I got left behind. <laughs> oh, no, I, I had so much fear instilled in me. And I'm telling you what, yeah. that fear of that movie lasted with me for decades. Wow. Bro, decades <laughs> it lasted. I mean, it starts off, think about, what does this remind you of? The, the lyrics, it starts off with, Life, Life was sealed with guns, with guns and war. And war and everyone got trampled on the floor. You know what that sounds like to me? Black Friday. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, that's what it, does. Sounds it like. does sound like Black Friday. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then, but then the next line, too, is the children died. Children died the, days the days grew cold. cold. A piece of bread could buy a bag of gold. You want to talk about, dude, scary. So you yeah. took that song that was mm-hmm. all about fear for a lot of people, and you turned yeah. it. You turned it, and you turned it into. I wish we'd all be happy. And yeah. In my head, I was thinking about Black Friday and the chaos of how when the, you know, COVID hit, how people right. were just going out and buying uh, toilet paper. Children cried, TV got old. A toilet roll could buy a bag of gold. You know, it was right. like, like did, cr- this yeah. makes sense. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you, know, like. <laughs> you know how many times you have to go to the bathroom to use up that amount of toilet paper? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just are you, like, uh, and that everybody's like, um, that's not a symptom, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the need for toilet paper is not a symptom of COVID. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you said something to me about this song that I just, that's when I decided, hey, would you do this podcast with me? Do you remember what it was that you said about? the song of kind of why you wrote it yeah we go through all this bad stuff and we're going through this pandemic and other things now and you know with with happy life we talk about happy and you know i just wish we could all be happy and 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 be content and you know not seek for more but to just be happy and content right in the same way that movie was full of so much scary and yet i just wish we could all be happy I yeah. wish we could all be happy. Mm-hmm. You also said something to me about a song, something that you saw in uh, in a museum or something about Jim Morrison, because this reminds me of the whole happy place regarding mm-hmm. anxiety and giving us tips how to get over discouragement and anxiety. And every week we're going to be hitting again. It's going to be free to anybody that wants to join us. It's going to be a video call. You don't have to come in on video if you want, but the reason that we're going that way is so that people can give their input instead of just me being the one doing all the talking, we're going to bring Nina on. We did a couple podcasts with her and uh, it's, it's just going to be fantastic. But you said something that makes me feel good about what we're trying to do with this 
I think we're going to call it, I was afraid of that. You know, you ever heard someone say, yeah, I was afraid of that, right? Like from, from a negative perspective, but yeah. you can also flip that and say, I was afraid of that. Mm. In the same way you flip the song that I wish we'd all be ready. I'm sorry. I wish we'd all been ready, but you know, one disappears and he's gone and I wish you would have been ready and you wake up and it wasn't a happy ending at all, but you turn it on. I wish we'd all be happy. There's a lot of negative yeah. stuff going on, but if we would all be happy, these problems would be fixed. Yeah. Racism would be fixed. Prejudice would be fixed. Um, anxiety would be fixed. I mean, happiness goes a long way. And I, I just think that the, the story you told me fits so well with what we're trying to do with this, mm -hmm. helping people out with fear, um, helping ourselves out with fear and anxiety. What was that story, that thing that you saw in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah. So, you know, talking about anxiety and, you know, I was, uh, you know, this, this song had come up a couple of times in my head while, while we've had happy chats and, uh, it's called LG and the, the basic, like the chorus part of it is, um, overcome evil with good. And, mm. um, the song was written by, I believe it was Peter Fuller and Steve Taylor and Steve Taylor's a Christian artist that's done his own, you know, kind of thing. I think it's actually pronounced Ellie G E L L E G just a G. Okay. And so basically the uh Steve Taylor at a concert I was watching YouTube and he talked about how he some of the inspiration for the song was he was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and he was walking around and he was looking at different um displays and things and he came across Jim Morrison's display and he looked at, you know all at all the things left and he had some Sunday school homework uh left there and he Jim was Morrison reading it. Jim Morrison had Sunday school homework. Wow. Um, yeah. And it said overcome evil with good. And that just kind of struck him and, you know, wanted to use that for a song. And the, the song is a really deep song about not just anxiety, but the, um, how would you say just the, the hard outcome of letting anxiety rule your life. Um, yeah. and in this case, um, it's about a suicide, and, um, you know, it talks about basically, I wish I, you know, in, in some ways he's saying, I wish I could have done more to talk to you. I wish, you know, I could have done this or that, but ultimately there's hope in Jesus in that he's going to get me through this and I'm going to help others to get through it. And that there's hope in Jesus, um, even though that situation, you know, occurred, and so, you know, so the song is all about a person who lost their, they, they took their life because of the anxiety they were under. And Steve mm -hmm. Taylor wanted to write a song ab about that, about someone who was, had so much anxiety ruling over them that they didn't know where else to go. Right. right. And yeah. he wanted to send them a, a message of hope. Yeah. A message which of is, hope. I wish we'd all be happy. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it basically goes back to that. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was at because when, you know, uh, you know, I could write an original song, but I just felt like this is kind of, you know, for our group and for, you know, what we do as a just kind of, I don't know, a group of people in happy life. And we try to encourage one another. And yeah. and, and I yeah. felt like taking this, I wish we'd all been ready and I wish we all be happy to kind of make light of the situation that's going on yeah. right now and to, yeah. to make people uh, see a different perspective of like, Oh man, that person's going through that and they're complaining or, you know, it's like, it's kind of like the grass is always greener, but you know, on the other hand, 
oh, I'm, I'm struggling with this. Well, that's not as bad as this, you know? Um, like if you take a college kid and he's struggling with finals, it pales in comparison to, I just lost my job and I have, you know, a five person family, you know? Right. Which pales but, in comparison to, I just contracted this disease, which compels in comparison yeah. to someone, I just lost my home and I have no way to buy food. And I mean, I mean, there's always yeah. somebody, you know, but in the moment of that, I lost, I didn't pass my finals or whatever. You're just, yeah. you feel you're, like you think that that's the end of the world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's always, not only is, you know, because the Bible talks about how there's nothing that you're struggling with that, that somebody else hasn't, you know? Right. And right. and so it's like, you got to- It just helps to know that somebody else yeah. is struggling with you. And there's yeah. somebody else who's, you know, I was going to talk about earlier, like, you know, you have to, you know, in Psalms, in Psalm 23, it talks about the valley, you know, you know, it's kind of like the- Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, right, right, and uh, and so another it's like, lyric you're quoting there, which actually came from a scripture, but that's from a song. Right? <laughs> For those that don't know, yeah, <laughs> what song was that? It is, um, is oh, that Eminem? No, it's not Eminem. Though I walk through the valley, oh, it's from Freedom Riders. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Gangster Paradise. That was it. <laughs> yep, that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, Coolio, uh, Gangster's Paradise. But you know it, that's that psalm that and and that particular you you gotta there is that darkness, but you gotta look at the light and you gotta look to the yeah. light and you know. Jesus is the light and you, you just got to look to hope yeah. in that situation. And so and that, that Bible verse actually that he got that from though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, it doesn't say though I camp in the valley of shadow of death. Yeah. It doesn't say though I yeah. stop in the valley so, of shadow of death or though I yeah. live in the shadow of death. It yeah. says though I walk through the mm-hmm. valley of the yeah. shadow. And you it goes on be, talking about yeah. during all this stuff, he will set up a, a banquet for you in the presence of all this mm-hmm. junk that's going on, you know? Yeah. And it is like, you know, you might not be running, in the shadow, you know, and it might seem slow in the shadow, it might you know, all, but you're going to get through this thing. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you can just learn to focus on and happy life is all about, yeah, life stinks. Life is difficult, but mm-hmm. life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. And when yeah. we start helping other people through their sadness, through their difficult times, through their, and we start standing up with other people and all that stuff, it kind of changes things. With us as well. And I, I think the song was just was just fantastic about, you know, in the same way that Steve Taylor wrote a song saying there's hope during all the scary stuff. There's hope called LG. Mm-hmm. You wrote a song that we need to go out and we need to play this song. We're going to end this podcast with this. But you did a song that took a song that, that put a lot of fear in a lot of people's lives, mm-hmm. took a, a song that was that represented a lot of fearful things to a lot of us. You flipped that. And you turned it into, I wish we'd all be happy. It's taking a pandemic and fighting it with a happy demic. And it's taking this scary stuff that we're going through right now, and it's flipping it on its head and saying, wait a minute, hold on. Let's change our perspective a little bit. Let's get some help from somebody. So we're going to unveil the song right now. And Joe, I wanted to thank you so much for writing that song for us and then taking yeah. all the man hours that the guys put in at Camp Daniel to help us record this. And we want to give a shout out to them. Yeah. Um, you know, who was all involved? That in- You had Dylan Crawford. You had Terrence uh, yeah. Jones. You had, uh, you did the Jones, vocal. Joe, 
uh, Dylan yeah. Stone Lake. Yeah, I know. think Zach. Yeah, Zach Benoit. I think pretty much it was the interns this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, guys, we want to thank you for doing that and giving us this, this powerful song. But there is hope, guys. Yeah. And so let's use our happy to fight the sadness and the discouragement.
if you don't feel like doing something, sometimes that's the best time to do it. There's a lot going on that, um, you know, we could be helping other people and we can be going out and doing stuff and, you know, where we can and, you yeah. know, where, where it allows, but, um, yeah. we should be going out there. And if we're in our happy place to just go out there and help other people and, and see yeah. what they can. And even if we're know, not in our happy place right now, if we wait for happy to come before we go out and do it, yeah, lots of us doing it yeah. diminish greatly, but sometimes, I mean, I'm doing happy talks and I don't, that's the last thing in the world I want to do. Yeah. But when I encourage somebody else, even when I'm down, I walk out of there. Every time I get done with a happy talk, I, I, I'm in a whole other state because I, I try to help someone else be happy. And it just lifted me up like this song did for me, Joe. So yeah. thanks, man. Yeah. Someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. Happy has to be connected to someone. And it's connected to you. And so let's keep this happy Demet going. Happy Lifer, thank you so much for being a part of it, for being a part of this. And, and Joe, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks, Happy Lifer. Thanks, everybody. Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Steve Ace.